Carolyn, go ahead. So who on the left hates America that you're talking about? Because um, I'm a very progressive Democrat and I surely don't hate America. I don't know who that is. And I also, um, you say the left is uh, um, against Christianity. And that's not the message I think that's being sent out there. What the message is, is we're against uh, dominionism and, and the um, wealthy, the wealthiest Americans, their form of Christianity, which isn't Christianity at all. Yes. That makes sense? Yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying. So basically, hating the America, anti-American is what, and hating America is very similar. There's a lot of anti-Americanism on the left. America is a capitalist country. You know, anti-capitalist is anti-America. America, um, you know. You can be against capitalism and not be against America. Well, that may be true, but America is the primary capitalist country in the world. So an attack on capitalism tends to also be an attack on America. And then also the fact that America can't be, do anything. I got you, Don. I see you. Uh, (laughs) um, America um, isn't allowed to do anything. I mean, we've got this anti-colonialism, anti-Western world, and that goes with anti-Christian. Right now we're calling Christians Nazis. So when I say anti propaganda it's important to see what propaganda is it's basically everything so propaganda is everything that we use to make sense of the world for ourselves so it's a very broad definition of propaganda so we see on the right pro-putin i call it pro-putin propaganda and we can see that because it comes straight out of the mouth of vladimir putin but when we get this propaganda that says america is not a real democracy there's a little danger in that in making people think that it's not worth voting or that Amer- since America is not a real democracy, it can't do anything. It can't promote democracy. Democracy is not worth fighting for. I mean, we've got the, the I, I, I give you that, Rich, we've been in other meetings before together and I, I take it that yes, there is a lot of anti-Americanism out there, pro-Putin um, on the right. I just don't know who it is that you think is doing this on the left. And you've said that a number of times. And so um, not only that, but I also uh, would like to know what your, have you, do you have any actions to recommend? I mean, I teach how to spot disinformation and combat it. I teach how to do uh, progressive messaging. Um, I have a (laughs) once a month, uh, what you can do about Fox um, event. Uh, so that, and we give them actions, but is there any action that you're suggesting um, to this group? Well, one thing I would like to do, and I want to get to the first question too. Um, I'd like everybody to um, call Biden and tell him we need more. Do everything, advocate for everything Zelensky needs and uh, tell him we need more support. We need more military support, more sanctions, and we need to consider uh, taking actions to stop this because this is not tolerable. So you want to put American boots on the ground? Well, I, boots on the ground is sort of a technical word, but the answer to that is if necessary. I mean, I don't want to do anything that isn't necessary, right? If right now Ukraine is fighting back, we're supplying weapons, uh, 
but if if by being just doing this are we really just sort of prolonging the war prolonging the destruction by not getting in or by trying to restrict what we provide him giving him sort of a trinkle of stuff no we need to go all out all out in this war this is not tolerable this is not acceptable in 2022 that behavior is not acceptable the international community must not accept it now as far as who on the left now propagandists are very high up so and there's a variety of them and they're all using it for their own purposes so it does get confusing I've, my experience has been when you get to a higher level or even just the mid-level, you start to realize that somebody at the top is just telling us what to do, what to think, what to believe. And other points of views are not being aired. And in fact, if you try and air, it's like going to church. If you tried to air a different point of view in a progressive um, group, um, you're going to be attacked. So, so the propagandists are really sort of above everybody disseminating their propaganda down to the masses. So that's coming from, you know, Putin himself, you know, if you want to talk about who on the left, you know, it's the propagandists are all, you know, Putin is there on the left and on the right. So one thing that I often ask is, if you, we know that Putin, Russia and China are disseminating propaganda to the United States. We know what it is on the right. We can see it come from Vladimir Putin right to Tucker Carlson, right to his constituency who are now saying, who cares about the people in Ukraine? Where is it on the right? I mean, that may be the question. What is the propaganda on the left? I mean, on the left, what is it? What is it? If you can't identify it, then you're under the influence of it. So, Can you identify so, it? I think I can. And like I said, anything that helps Putin, anything that says that the United States should not be involved in the international community and do things, anything that says um, the United States is evil or NATO, right now, what do we got? We can't have a anti-war protest without a no NATO expansion protest on top of it. You know, so if you want to say no NATO expansion, I can't go to that protest because I believe NATO should be expanded. And I don't see why anybody we're fighting. We want I can understand why you might say, let's go have a peace protest. Let's have a peace march. Let's call for peace in Ukraine. But when you add to it, no NATO expansion, you've just crushed it, you know, because that may not be the way to peace, number one. And number two, it totally eliminates anybody with a different opinion on that. I think you're just clapping, right, Dixie? Or did you want to speak? Oh, was that a clap I put up there? Yeah, that was a clap you put oh, up sorry. there. Sorry. Um, Britain tried to appease Germany. Uh, and they just, they did it until Germany had taken over all of Europe, except for Britain. And, um, and so then we had a big war to fight, a much bigger war than if we had done something about it in the first place. And I support whatever action it takes. Putin won't listen to words, and he's not. He doesn't listen too well to sanctions. We might be able to weaken him with some sanctions, but um, it's like a mother <laughs> reminds me of myself hollering at her children uh, and not backing it up with any substantial um, 
consequence. And so, um, so all we're doing is uh, sending out words that mean nothing. And uh, it's time we do something before it gets any worse because, uh, and then all these people that died, all the people that are taken to Russia, like something like 40,000 people were exported to Russia and it will be sent to Siberia. And, uh, and then all the people who've been killed and the damage and everything that's been going on, it's time we uh, do more than what we're doing and takes some type of military action to give this guy uh, some consequence and not just be uh, filling the air with words. So um, I think we must do something uh, more. Thank you. Thank you, mom. For That's my mother, by the way, <laughs> just so everybody knows. Thank you, mom. All right. Okay. Um, and I think you're right. Melinda, go ahead. Unmute. Um, I just wanted to say that I um, I'm often considered anti-American, but you know, as a simplistic way, you know, I criticize America because we haven't dealt with our original sins. You know, black people are still treated terribly here. You know, there is definitely a a, a different world for them in this country. And I think it's ridiculous that it keeps going on, you know, but somehow if I criticize American, I'm anti-American, you know, um, and that's why I'm not a big flag waver. That's why I don't just, you know, say America, USA, because it's not black and white. You know, we have done some horrible things. Uh, capitalism is really bad for a lot of people, you know, and I think if we could be great, we could be wonderful if we face those things. You know, but I'm I'm never going to just say, you know, yay, rah, rah, because it, it dismisses all those things that we've done wrong, you know. Um, so I'm one of those people that are, you know, anti-America on the left. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think um, I think it's important to be critical. I think it's important to be critical of America. It's important to be critical of what we've done. Uh, and also, but also to be critical about what we're being fed as well and the impact of that and so many times we get caught up in just repeating what we're being told and believing and we don't question it and and i think we also need to question that because it just because we're critical of the united states doesn't mean it it goes beyond that i mean we've seen a lot of i know a lot of leftist groups and this may not be you melinda but they, they like to turn the flag upside down, you know, and that pisses off some conservatives. That is sort of, I mean, I understand the motivation behind it, but I think that's a step too far, you know, as far, we, we should, because we, we, we haven't done, I mean, yes, we haven't dealt with a lot of things. And yes, there's a lot of evil out there. And if we look at the whole history, world history, we'll see that it's just, a uh, litany, I call it a litany of atrocity I mean, from 2000, 3000 years ago to present. Somehow America is not responsible for all of that. And I think what happens is, is that um, we get this idea that America is responsible. And then we get defenses of Putin, Putin, defenses of Russia coming out of these leftist groups. And so we're not only getting um, this idea that, I mean, critical of America, we have to be, 
and we have to improve ourselves and we have to address the issues and we have to deal with them. But that doesn't mean that we're no good and that we can't do any good in the world and that we have no real role to play. And I'm pretty much uh, saying that we should take responsibility for ourselves and what we've done, not that we should, you know, take on all the ills of all the world, you know, that things are happening right now, like this whole uh, thing about critical race theory, totally racist, you know, that's totally racist. And all these people, and it was a non-issue. It's, you know, it was pure propaganda because nobody's teaching that in the schools. That's a, you know, a law school thing. Nobody's teaching it in elementary, middle, or high school. And that's where they were, you know, protesting it, you know? And so it's like, until we, you know, get ourselves together, you know, I can't be a flag waver, you know, because it's ridiculous. Well, it's not, it's not necessarily flag waving, but I think that if we have to get ourselves together before we do anything, we will never get to the point of doing things that we're always going to have these problems that we're going to need to improve and we're always going to need to improve. We're always going to need to have failings and stuff like that. You know, this, uh, this discussion is, we're doing another discussion on identity politics and democracy on May 1st. So make sure to register for that. Um, we're having a professor from Georgetown um, come and speak to us on that. I think that when we look at that issue, we're looking at propaganda again on both sides. I mean, what are they teaching? They may, obviously they're not teaching critical race theory, but they're teaching the anti-racist stuff. I mean, my brother just pulled his two daughters out of public school because they were teaching them to select their own pronouns. So the idea that this type of propaganda isn't being disseminated to children in a captive audience um, isn't necessarily correct. I mean, it is, there is stuff going on. And I, I really think that sometimes when we look at some of the propaganda that came out, how much is it was about really selling books and selling lesson plans to school districts? And this idea that somehow um, these people on the right are screaming about nothing and it's all pure propaganda sort of overlooks the propaganda that we've been disseminated because it's not, it's not all that. They, they do have concerns about what's being taught and that it is, and that's my concern, that it is anti-American, highly, I would call highly negative assessments of our institutions, of our country. And, uh, and that seems to be the problem of excessive negativity um, towards America, towards white people, towards the Western world. Go ahead, Jamie. Thank, oh, did you have any more to say to that, Melinda? Yeah, what's excessive? You know what I mean? It's like, um, I, I don't know. It, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, uh, divert the conversation, you know, and I think that we can actually work on ourselves and concentrate on being in the world at the same time. It doesn't have to, you know, one or the other, um, but we do have to face things, you know, um, yeah. 
you know, and it's, it, and with what's happening in Ukraine, it's, you know, it, my other question was with NATO, if NATO comes in as a group, then you can't pin the blame, like Putin can't pin the blame on one country. You know, I think that it, as a group, we should go in and do something, you know, and it, to me, that's the only way that it's going to get done because we can't just do it one-on-one, -on -one, you know, we should come together as a, you know, as a group. But anyway, thank, thank you. you, Melinda. <laughs> go ahead, Jamie. Yeah, I wanted to comment on what you, what you said about these demonstrations or supposedly peace demonstrations, and yet they add, they want to promote the idea that, you know, no NATO expansion. And I experienced that, well, I've seen that personally to a certain extent, because of course I live in, San, in the San Francisco area and we have a lot of political activity. And I saw that this uh, march was being held, but when I saw one of the groups that was promoting it, I lost interest and I'll probably get criticized, but I'm gonna say it anyway. You know, I like to be honest. The group, one of the groups was Code Pink. Mm -hmm. And they, and I saw the, uh, you know, the, the advertisement saying, but no NATO expansion. I said, no, I'm not going to go to that. I'm going to go that day to the uh, Ukrainian Orthodox Church, go to their service. And probably from that church, they all have their own demonstration. Well, they didn't have a demonstration that day, the church, but I found out there was a bigger demonstration in Sacramento organized by Ukrainians. So that's my method. You know, I don't want to join these groups like Code Pink. I connected directly to the uh, Ukrainian churches, one Catholic, one Orthodox in San Francisco. And that's where I get my information. And when I find out when there's fundraisers and things of that sort. Um, and going back to what Carolyn said, um, now it might be propaganda, but I, I don't tend to think it is. There was some group of professors in the United States, maybe from some university or something, and they said that they came to the conclusion, they did a report that the United States was not a democracy because we have our own oligarchs that are really controlling things here. And that's why we get presidents like Obama that every... A lot of people praise him, but we get people like Obama, Hillary Clinton, and, you know, people of that sort, which, you know, if you look at what they've done, they've done harm to other countries. Yeah, we lost, um, we lost democracy in Egypt on both Obama's and Hillary Clinton's watch. Um, and that's, uh, I did that too, you know, I went to a protest with Ukrainians here in Los Angeles, rather than going to, um, I think her name's Medea Benjamin from Code Bink, her, her protest. Very good, very good. You know, I, I saw a news report recently, and what they said is that both the left and right, they report on certain things, and they don't report other things. So, even though they may not be spreading lies like Tucker Carlson does, outright lies, their, their focus is on events or issues that they want to report. And so they're not reporting on other things. So you need to expose yourself to all points of view. I think what we really need to do is tr try to find a way to force people to hear 
different opinions. We need to get rid of those logarithms that direct people to their own little corners. And we need to force people to hear different points of view. And I think that's part of what I'm doing here. All right, Doug, let's hear from you. Not, uh, not Don, but Doug. Don's next. Well, I'm a, <clears throat> I'm a little concerned about all the discussion about anti-left. Um, I am a very progressive Democrat. Um, I'm, a, I'm a precinct captain for the local, I live in Travis County in Texas, which is the bluest county in Texas where I'm working really hard to get Beto um, elected governor. I'm making phone calls and texting. I'm also, as, as precinct chair, I'm also the super precinct organizer for six different precincts. And I oversee about 25 or 30 people who I will have organized and ready to go out and block walk and do social media and maintain databases and get Democrats out to vote. Cause you know, whether or not you don't like Democrats, they're our, they're our last best hope for defeating authoritarianism in the form of Trump and the, the, the idiots in the GOP. And we've got to defeat them in November. And I'm working my ass off to make sure that happens. And I think, you know, I go to a lot of rallies and, and I'm a disabled vet, but I get out there and do it. But I, I focus the majority of my efforts on trying to get Democrats up and up and down the ballot, including school boards. School boards are so important now. We're working on one local school board where there's there's a bunch of there's three or four QAnon believers running for the school board, and you know if they get on, they're gonna they're gonna ban more books, and it's just so important that we preserve whatever level of sanity we can and to do that you've got to get involved and you got to get involved more than just going to to protests and rallies i think you got to you got to get involved with your local party and local democratic organizations i don't i don't mean to to preach but uh you got to do what it takes Right. I, you know, and, and I'm not in disagreement with you on, on that. I support the Democrats. I've been a lifelong Democrat, you know, and, and I don't have a lot of hope for this midterm, but, you know, I want to fight for Democrats to win, definitely because of the fact that they're a hell of a lot better than the Republicans. And I, I just find, I think that, and if we, I focus on this issue here, a lot of what, and there's a difference between Democrat and leftist, Democrat yeah. and progressive, right? Yeah. And so I'm more of, I feel that I'm more of a liberal Democrat, traditional liberal. You know, I like to say that 
You know, I, I still defend the Constitution, fight for democracy, um, fight for human rights. I'm still the same person I was. You know, it's the Demo it's the left that has moved away from me. Yeah, yeah. I understand what you mean. Yeah. So um, I think that some ways, some of the far left has weakened the Democratic Party. I, I agree with that. And, yeah. and when I say progressive, I, I mean progressive in terms of, you know, green energy and, and those kind of things, because nothing means more to me than the climate. Yeah. Um, and, and the best thing we've got going for us, I don't know if if anybody anyone's been paying attention, but Rick Scott has got a, an agenda he wants to promote for the GOP that essentially eliminates Obamacare, Medicare, and increases taxes on the poor. And if if that's going to be their agenda in November. It's not going to be too hard to fight them. Yeah, I think. I mean, yeah, I, I'm. I hope. I mean, I hope it's not too hard. But these things go in cycles, and the country yeah. divided. Uh, I I wanted to apply this weakness to Ukraine because I think if we uh, Biden came out and said, "Oh, don't worry, we're not going to war. That would be World War Three. We're not going to war." You know, I mean, to to prevent or preempt these anti-war, anti-NATO protests from breaking out. I mean, it, it's weakened us in that, in this situation. I agree with that. Yeah. I, I Honestly, in 2024, I'd like to see somebody young and vibrant run for president. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I, 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 I would like to see that too. There's going to be a lot of pressure. There's going to be a lot of pressure on the party, I think, yeah. for that to happen. Yeah, it'll probably be Kamala. And I um, hope um, I don't know how that'll work out. Um, but she definitely will be ready by that time. Yeah. Thank you, Doug. You bet. Thanks uh, for the time. You're welcome. Go ahead, Don. I know you've been critical of me. I'm mute. Let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, reluctantly critical, I suppose. But uh, you know, I, I uh, I'm, I'm without the uh, organizational presence that you have. I'm sort of like you in that I'm a, a progressive Christian writer and and teacher and uh, pro democracy uh, activist in every way that I understand those things and and can be. And I think that you have tried with this effort today to raise a very serious and very important question and consideration in terms of what our response to the situation in Ukraine should be. And it's one that's caused me a great deal of personal uh, ethical a conflict over this last period of time and that I've been discussing with a lot of people in my various spheres of limited influence. Um, and I think it's right to do that. And I haven't gravitated exactly to the, to the position that you are presenting fairly aggressively, well, aggressive, fairly positively. You've reached a strong opinion about uh, the extent to which we, we ought to go. And I'm still feeling to a certain extent in, in that direction. But these are things that we ought to be 
discussing, both from the political and the ethical uh, religious uh, perspectives about where we're going to go. But I, I think you um, severely restrict your constituency when you want to take the position that uh, that an objective discussion of respectful pronoun choices in schools would be a wrong thing to do, or when those of us who think that wealth is and money in politics has seriously distorted the effectiveness of the democracy that we dream about in this country, or those of us that feel that a more um, uh, a, a move toward a more thoroughgoing economic democracy or, or, or democratic socialism would be a better way to organize our economy than the predatory unregulated capitalism that we operate under today. When you, when you take a position that, that implies that we're anti-American and anti-democratic and, uh, and, and feel we should withdraw from the, from the struggle for democracy in the world, I mean, you're alienating a whole bunch of folks who've been fighting for freedom and multicultural multi-democracy multi -de um, and, and, and wanting to be sure it's a respectful multicultural democracy for a long time. And I just think that's a, that's a serious mistake. And those of us who want to be honest about American history, whether it's from the perspective of critical race theory or just any objective study of, of uh, how American power has been built uh, historically, um, to say that, that being honest about that and working to, to raise consciousness and correct past errors on that uh, mean that we think we shouldn't uh, shouldn't robustly struggle for democracy internationally is just all wrong. I mean, you've got a you've got a perspective that uh, that ends up because of your anti-left rhetoric strengthening the uh, strengthening the reactionary right, the undemocratic right in in this country, and uh, and basically uh, making it almost impossible to have a, a mutual groundwork for addressing the kind of issues you want to address on the uh, on the international stage you know i'm i'm not too far from where you are on the ukraine on the ukraine issue certainly as far as guilt for not doing it enough is concerned <laughs> but uh but i i come away from this feeling that your basic uh, position and mission is uh is more supportive of uh, reaction and uh and constricting the, the, the constituency we need to be successful than not. So first I want to apologize because I don't know where that sound was coming from and I couldn't identify where it's coming from. Um, but, um, and, and I want to, um, yeah, I think that one of the things that it being, okay, so like I said, being popular, you know, I'm not running for office or anything like that. And I know that this is really more missional than it is about um, building a constituency. Um, I'd like to see more people come. I'd like to see more people participate. But a lot of the times I think that what we see is people who have a business model of activism. Um, they're raising money. I'm not, you know, they're um, they have organizations, they have to pay salaries. I don't have that. You know, I'm just me, basically, and doing my organizing. So it, it's not like I'm actually trying to, um, I'm just trying to, to speak my truth 
and to get people to think. And I may not be right in everything that I say, but I, I think that it's important not just for people on to be critical of, of what the propaganda on the right is. I think it's very important to be also be aware that there's propaganda on the left and to be conscious of that. Because talk about alienation. I mean, I've been thinking about this, but when they told me that because I'm a white man, I'm not allowed to speak or have any opinion or be able to express myself or it, you know that my participation is less valid that I really need to shut up and listen. Well, my response to them began with an F and ended in a U. So there's a lot of stuff we talk about, or we're gonna be honest about our history. What, that's what I'm advocating for, honesty. You know, honesty. Yes, we need to be critical. When I was in high school, the movie Roots came out. I don't, you were probably might remember that. You may be about the same age or something. We were talking about it. Nobody's not talking about it. Nobody's um, lying about it. I, I can't personally fathom that people go through high school, they don't learn about the Civil War, they don't learn about the Civil Rights Movement, they don't learn about slavery. I'm absolutely certain that they do. And, and what are we talking about when we're saying, you know, because this is all, you know, because we need to examine the propaganda on our side, and we don't do that. You go to these propaganda presentations, and it's all about the propaganda on right. Never do they discuss the propaganda on the left. So I think we do need to be critical of our beliefs and what we're being fed as well, not just about, you know, what's being, we can be critical all we want about the right, they're not listening. But the part of this is to counter some of the propaganda that's on the right that makes people um, think these things. And, and I'm not really anti-left, I consider myself liberal, as I said, but I've certainly been very frustrated with things like the no NATO expansion thing, um, the white people can't speak type of thing, the um, just the, the whole everything. And, and it's not just that like this happened just yesterday. This has been going on for a long time. So I always spend more in the middle for a long time because it's the extremist groups who are actually the most active. And one of the things that I think people are saying, and I think it's true, is that the extremes have taken over. And I'm trying to reach out, build the middle, make us critical, not just about the right, but of our own propaganda. Because if we're, we need to be critical of that because that's how we're gonna deal with the propaganda is it, to be critical about the information we consume. And so part of this, maybe it alienates some people, maybe it makes some people angry, maybe they won't listen. And that's true. And I may not be right about everything, but I think we need to be open to examining it and discussing it if we're gonna um, bring the country back together, one, but make sure that we're not contributing to the problem either.